Welcome to the Connect Rally Podcast. I am Chuck Belden, and I'm happy you're here today. Got a great conversation lined up with one of my good friends, Mr. John Cornegay. John is a local Raleigh photographer, um, transplant from Michigan, and just a great guy. Every chance I get to spend with him, I have fun. I learn something new, and just a really good person to connect with. So, whether you've lived in Raleigh, you know, your whole life, or you are thinking about moving here, John's a great guy to connect with on social media, and maybe you know, get, get together and grab a salad or a juice or something when uh, when you get to town. Today, we get to talk about all the things, raising a family in the area, going to college here, favorite lunch spots, favorite coffee spots, you know, all the good stuff. Well, diving in a little bit deeper into what make makes John tick. And so without further ado, let's jump into the conversation. All right, John, let's do this thing, man. Welcome, brother. Hey, hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have a conversation with you. Welcome to the podcast. I've been trying to you know, sit down together for a little bit here and just excited to have a conversation with you. And I think it'll be fun to talk about your experiences living here in Raleigh and all that you've got going on. And let's connect you with some some folks. How's that sound? Sounds, sounds good. Sounds cool. good. What yeah, you up you, to today? You have me a little self-conscious because uh, I'm on my, this is my podcast set of my solo pod. So it's kind of the whole idea is me looking off and it's supposed to be me getting my thoughts, but I know I need to engage and look at you at this point. But so from time to time, you will, you will probably see me pivot just to do this, just to be more conscientious and dialogue that way. So that's, that's all good. That's all good. You know, who knows if this video ever makes it to, uh, to the light of day, usually we're just using the audio, but you know what? I feel comfortable looking at the side of your head. It's a pretty side of your head. I like it. <laughs> good side. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about your podcast. You got a podcast. Let's tell everybody right about that right away. What's going on with that? Yeah. So I have a podcast. The name of the podcast is uh, I'm Not That Polished, shameless plug. Um, yeah, but right. the, whole, the whole idea of the podcast, uh, you know, it's um, it's to kind of peel back a layer, so to speak. So a good portion of my life, I've always been very conscientious of how I present myself. Um, and then, you know, now that we live in the media, the, the, the time of social media, you don't see anyone, you see nothing but everyone's highlights. So from my perspective, it's kind of the podcast, it breaks up the monotony of, you know, the, the quotes that I post or the pictures that I post, uh, I post on my, on my Instagram feed, more so kinds of give someone a perspective or, or kind of look into like how I view things and how I see things, not to say that I'm any guru or anything like that, it's just it gives another perspective that humanizes me. At least that's my attempt to humanize me um, and makes me more relatable as we're fighting an algorithm. So yeah, it peels back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think any of us are that polished. I'm sure. I'm sure as shit. Not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for but saying that's that. The, but that's the thing, you know, again, like you say, you know, no one's that polished, but you know, we all, we don't do anything. We just post our highlights. So, yeah. so from, that, from time to time, you know, even to talk about things that, not just talk about things that may be like uh, losses or experiences or just, again, just going through the idea of like not knowing something and then talking about how you, the process of figuring out something along those lines. I think that's, that's vital. Yeah. Well, I think that probably one of the leading contributors to the poor mental health of most of our population is this comparison thing that mm -hmm. I know I've struggled with. I'm sure many others have. And where we're comparing ourselves to the images that we see, you know, on social media and everywhere else. And 
you know, it's, I've heard the analogy of comparing our backstage to the front stage of others, right? right. It's, it's crazy, but we do it. We all do it. And it leads to, you know, I definitely, I think some, some mental health struggles and challenges it has with me. And so I think anytime any, somebody can be real and authentic and pull back the curtain and show that they're not that polished. I mean, that's good for all of us. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that's so, the intent. So what are, what are some of the things you talk about in your podcast? Uh, so like for the, actually the last podcast, uh, the most recent one is actually a, uh, <clears throat> the first podcast I actually did with an, an actual, another person. So uh, Amir Abdullah, uh, running back for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, he and I follow each other on, on uh, Instagram and, you know, he made mention that he was interested in the podcast. And, and I was like, well, hey, no problem. But I just want to let you know, my podcast is, is more so a solo introspective type of pod. He's like, okay, yeah, no problem. So I told him, I was like, hey, don't want to, if that being the case, I don't want to talk football with you. I want to talk like who you are as a person. And so that was a very interesting exchange because like we sat down and doing the same thing you and I are doing over Zoom. And we just talked for two hours. And it was, it was like, you know, I found out a lot. It was very insightful. And so for me, that was like, that's been something I kind of asked and say, okay, maybe I need to start interweaving conversations with other people into, into the fold of the, the format. But majority of the time, I'm, I'm usually either talking about some perspective of maybe like a conversation or something that I saw on either the news or that came across, you know, uh, my purview. Nothing like, I don't want to say, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? I wouldn't say it's like, you know, pop culture. I don't talk pop culture, um, but I, I, I reference basically like perspective thinking about like, oh, how did I become this or what made me think of this or, or talking about parenthood and talking about relationships as in terms of like, you know, how I came about it from my perspective, what, what ended up happening, like that type of thing. So it's just, again, it's a peel back as to like how I approach various things it could be a problem it could be uh, a, a good thing it could be you know it just anything trivial in that regard so and that's I, I try to keep it in that way so it's just literally like a a podcast about it's like I, I would like to consider myself being Seinfeld whereas like Seinfeld's show isn't really about anything but just Seinfeld that type of thing yeah I I, I like that it's about everything and it's about nothing all at the same it's, time yes yeah, everything about nothing yeah 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 do you think you'll continue to have guests on there Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, he, he was the first guest, so I, I definitely, and then again, how the organic conversation went, I think I think that if I can do this with somebody, I, I, I literally don't know. Uh, I'm sure I can strike up some, some great conversation with people that I do know. Yeah, absolutely. So you tie it into a lot of the things you post and do on social media and on Instagram. You're constantly posting great content. I follow you. I love the stuff you're putting out there. Um, yeah, where did what's the do you have a vision or is are you just kind of unraveling this as you go along do you know a, a, a direction where you're where you're hoping to take all of this uh in terms of the podcast uh yeah. that's this is a um this is the creative output that doesn't have a goal nice um so if that's that is public facing i should say this is the this is the creative outlet that is public facing that does not have a true goal it's just me doing this thing with no expectation um, photography, obviously, you know, um, I get I'm, I get commissioned and paid as a photographer. However, um, I'm realizing that maybe like my goal into photography will become more of a storytelling aspect of it. So the end goal, I think I, I want to put myself down to more documentarian, uh, editorial type of photographer uh, in the future. 
uh, even though I, I enjoy doing uh, portraits, events, um, uh, regular, you know, street photography, like those are my, that's what drew me to photography the most, those, those three in particular. But I can see myself going down as I'm learning about different types of photography and uh, becoming a better storyteller with photography. I can see myself going down that, that editorial documentarian type of photography. Have you always been, you know, artistic and creative? Has photography always been something you've done or is this relatively new? Um, so it's new. It's, uh, so I was, a, I was an athlete all my life. Um, I'm the sibling. So I'm, I'm the youngest of three um, from Detroit, Michigan. Um, and so my creative outlet is literally this. So everything else, I, everything else was basketball and sports and school routine. So there was a routine that, you know, athletes can have that routine. You know how it is internally. You know, you got to get X amount of miles in if you're running, you're training. So you know that routine, that regimen. So, but photography was the first thing I picked up post-college that felt and had that feel like, you know, playing basketball. But that's the sport I played primarily um, without the... Uh, it gave me the same feel, but I didn't feel as if though the routine, the routine was not forced. The routine ended up becoming, you know, obviously, you know, you have some of the still the nuances of, you know, you know, I shoot 50 layups with my right hand. I do 50 layups with my left hand. And obviously I'm right-handed. So that's, I'm going to make more of my right and my left. But then over time, the more you practice, the better you get. Same thing happens with photography as well. The more you should, the more things you take pictures of, the better uh, photography become. And that's so like, that was an easy translation for me there, but I didn't have the pressure and the nuance of comparison because one thing with being an athlete, you're, you're competing against yourself to motivate yourself to become better, but you're also competing against the other person to beat them. So I don't feel as the, comp the, the competition of me trying to beat another photographer doesn't exist. So that's where the difference difference is. Mm -hmm. I, I never would have considered myself a creative person. I don't even know if I would now, but growing up, it just wasn't, I wasn't into the arts. I can't sing, mm -hmm. can't dance. It wasn't, it wasn't my thing. But when I got into business, I found my creativity starting to come out in different, different forms, diff marketing conversations, yeah. building relationships networking in general, just a different form of creativity. And then when I started this podcast, it was the creative outlet I didn't know I needed. And I think yeah. all of us do. I think all of us need something, even if it's, you know, <laughs> you know what my other favorite thing is? It's those adult coloring books. Holy smokes. Even if we, yeah, that's legit. <laughs> even if you've got well, yeah, say, an adult coloring book, like we all need something to get that out. Yeah. They say you need three hobbies, one to keep you healthy, one that uh, makes you money one that uh, gets you, makes you creative, so. Oh, I've never heard that, but I like that. Yeah. I, I need to adopt that. Nice. So how long have you been in Raleigh? You moved from Detroit when? 2003, so it was this, we're marking on what, year 18? Yeah, nice. So I, 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 call, I call that local. Yeah, I'm, a lo I've, I'm localized now at this point. I think you are, I think you are. So what yeah. brought you here? Uh, my, my athletic scholarship, I, I had a, a full uh, basketball scholarship uh, at Shaw University. Oh, Rome. nice. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, fantastic. Did you, I, I knew one guy that played there and it might've been after you, but do you know Curtis Hines? Curtis Hines? No. What, what year? Well, I mean, well, what are you saying after? Like I, I got there. So, so I'm 2004 to 2008. That's my years. Yeah. I bet you he was there probably 10, 11, 12. Somewhere okay. around there. I could be wrong. I'm totally guessing. Just a guy I knew from our business that we had in downtown Raleigh for a number of years. He used to come in and get smoothies. And uh, 
Um, I knew he played there, but I think he was, I think he was around that time. Um, we're playing tonight at Doug's house. Are you coming tonight? Do you know about the game tonight? <laughs> I gotta be the, the, the Santana, you know, the, she's the, she's the true creative of us, obviously. Shout out to my wife, Santana. Gotta give yeah. her some she has a couple of uh, clients, uh, her, her esthetician, uh, uh, lucid skin beauty. You see, I'm not very the shameless plugs, no, um, it. but it's, um, her, uh, her clientele has been booming lately. She's, she's actually thriving, especially now with the governor kind of lifting some of the mandates. Yeah. More people have been hitting her up in terms of like, hey, wanted to get some, some, some corrective, you know, some skin uh, TLC because of this mask acne I've been accumulating throughout the pandemic. So she's doing, she's doing awesome. So, okay. So you're married and you're a dad. So talk about that. Talk, tell me about your family. That's, um, uh, you know, honestly, the funniest thing about it, uh, and I think this is it's more personal because obviously I lost my father when I was 12. So I think that, you know, when you think about what you want to be in life and stuff like that, you know, for me, fatherhood is a really important thing. Like I want to be a father. And so um, having, uh, we have a son, Langston, who's five. Uh, it's really the, pan the pandemic also has given me the ability to kind of like really not miss those milestones with him in terms of like something like watching him grow daily you know the whole adage of being one person getting better one percent yeah. it's for for a child it's growing up every day at one percent rate and so it's but it almost seems a little bit accelerated almost like one some days you got a five percent increase some days you gotta you know some days you might regress in terms of like you know maybe behavior type of things um but even in spite of that you just see that you know children are testing those boundaries what they can get away what they can't um it's been remarkable. So, but uh, yeah, my Santana, my wife, we went to high school together, but we don't have the high school sweetheart thing. So it's not all that. Um, <laughs> you know, we go, we go our separate ways. Uh, she goes to the Navy. Uh, I go down, I come down here. Um, we reconnect in 2013. Shout out to uh, social media, Twitter and Facebook. We were able to keep up through Facebook primarily. And, you know, we end up, you know, 2013, 2014, we start dating. And then uh, we just, you know, as they say, the rest is history. Mm. Nice. So um, I was, I'm currently reading a book called Raising Good Humans. And, you know, I find myself, I've got a four-year-old about to be five and a seven-year-old about to be eight. And man, parenting is way fucking harder than I thought it was going to be. I mean, way harder. And, and I find myself, you know, you know, being triggered by certain things and all of a sudden realizing well, where the heck did that come from? And so I started this book called Raising Good Humans and it's been fantastic so far. But one of the things that was said in there and it kind of goes, goes in line with what you just said is that kids are literally a different person every single day. Their, yeah. their bodies are changing so quickly, their biology, their brains, they're growing so quickly that they're literally a different person from one day to the next. And just understanding that put me so much in a, in a more at ease position to lower my, not necessarily my expectations, but my frustrations with, yeah. you know, didn't we just talk about this yesterday kind of a thing? They're different people every single day. I mean, we are too, but they definitely are every day changing that quickly. Yeah. I, I appreciate the, that, that book drop. Cause you know, you know, after this, we're going to, I'm going to run down to Barnes and Noble and grab it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that one, so. It's funny. I say reading, I'm listening. It's on audible. <laughs> It is, it is in the car. It is the drive. It's all that. We'll get back to the good stuff in just a second, but for now, let's thank the cool people that make this whole thing work. 
if you've heard me say it once, you've heard me say it a million times. It's not what you know, it's who you know, and we are grateful to know and have the support of the folks at Nest Raleigh. Nest Raleigh, or as the locals call it, The Nest, is an independently owned, unique co-working space with communal workspace, dedicated desks, private suites, and event space. It's located in the heart of downtown Raleigh, right in City Plaza, and home to companies and people from a wide spectrum of industries, including digital marketing, design, IT, security, human resources, real estate, tech, and even more. And I mean, that's why I'm there as a real estate agent constantly on the go. I love having a flexible co-working space that I can pop into, set my stuff up at a desk, work when I need to work, peace out when I need to peace out and be around exciting, fun, cool people in downtown Raleigh. If you're looking for a co-working space, you got to check out The Nest. You can book a tour right off the website, nestraleigh.com, and tell them the Connect Raleigh podcast sent you. Go check it out right now. Big thanks to our sponsors. And now let's get back to the good stuff. So talk to me a little bit more about your photography business. What, who, yeah, are your, so, who are your clients and who are you working with these days? And, and, and tell me more, all the good so we can help give you some promotion here. Oh, absolutely. So uh, again, for John Cornier, photography is primarily portraits, events, um, weddings. Uh, I do a little bit of creative photography as well, but for the most part, I get commissioned for you know, events and uh, portraiture. So Hunter Rowe is a, is a good client, a very, very generous. Uh, I know those client. guys. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. Um, I've done some work with Duke. Uh, I've done some work with Shaw, my alma mater. Um, I've done some some work with some interior design companies. So it just it's it, it's an amalgamation of the various folks in terms of like doing some of the you know the the corporate headshots, the events, um, and uh, you know I'll, obviously you get commission from uh, you know other folks who are saying hey. I uh, would love to, um, uh, you know, it's a portrait, you know, shoot a portrait of my family, shout out Doug. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's, uh, it's one of those things that it, it, it started as an accident um, in the sense of, not an accident, but it's more so in the sense of my, I picked up the camera for um, my wife. Uh, my wife also with her being a very talented esthetician, she's a professional, and I have to say this correctly, professional and published makeup artist. So I'll, I, you know, learned she had a camera. I was like, well, I'll learn how to, you know, operate it so I can just take pictures of you. Um, and over time, I ended up, you know, the more I started taking photos, the more I kind of got into it. And then next thing you know, one thing led to another. They're like, you know, hey, you know, maybe you should, you know, do this for real. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah whatever. Do some things. I said, oh, okay, you know, they're like, hey, we do this. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. So then I got an LLC and I was like, all right, I'll take it serious. And I was like, you know, I'll take it, you know, take it serious when I make two grand and I made 10. So that's when I was like, okay, may, maybe I have something here. There so, might be something here. There might be something here. So yeah, it's been, it's been a, a blast in that regard. So might right. start getting into some video now, um, looking at some of the, the trends. Uh, there is room for me to actually add and grow services. And so video may be my, the next logical step. Okay, very cool. Where can people connect with your work? Oh, yes. My work, uh, Um And then from there, if they're looking for any specifics, I have, I have a, a off, uh, an archive uh, 
portfolio that I send directly to the folks who are who have inquiries. Okay, so talk to me. Let's see. You you came here for college in two thousand three. Is that what you said? Two thousand three. Okay. Why'd you stay afterwards? So what kept you here in the area? Since you know this Ooh. podcast is about connecting people to Raleigh and the people of Raleigh. You know why are you still here? <laughs> Tell me that. So Raleigh, no, actually it's interesting. So I, I had had opportunities to leave uh, or at least was trying to you know, nudge to go out, go away, go to the DMV area, go back home to Detroit. Um, before, you know, when, when Santana and I started dating, I was looking at, you know, going, cause I was working higher education at the time. I was actually looking to go out there cause she was in California. So I had some conversations and contacts out there at some institutions out there uh, at UCLA in particular. Um, but Raleigh, I don't you know, Raleigh is actually really, it's not bad. It's not a bad place, um, you know, especially considering I've been here since 2003. So I can appreciate what Fayetteville Street looks like now, opposed to what it used to look like. Yeah. And even like thinking about Glenwood and like just all of the developments that, you know, I, I remember these places not being here. So um, it's been really fun to grow as a man and then see also grow with the city as well. So I think it's, it's Raleigh is, it's, uh, you know, at first it was a real, it was a sleepy college town. So it was really, you know, boring in the summer, but then now that all that's changed now. So why I'm here, I have family, I have my, my father's side of the family is from North Carolina. So there's also, the, you know, that family ties as well. So it, and the more, you know, I, I became in, in, you know, ingrained and in, in embedded with the family, um, it just felt comfortable. You know, I didn't necessarily miss the hustle and bustle of being in a, a larger metropolis like Detroit. Yeah. And then, then when I did, I would just go travel to it. I go, you know, go, go fly, go visit home for a couple of days, feel that, and then going back to my, my slower paced, uh, Southern lifestyle. Yeah. So, probably not slower paced for much longer, man. I think, but yeah, for sure. Now that we know who, you know, we got some, we got some people coming. We got some big, big time players coming. Yeah. So it's going to be different. Yeah. Speaking of Fable Street, I'm down on Fable Street right now. I'm down at the uh, the Nest co-working space. Shout out to them. How, how's that been? How is, is that where you primarily shoot the, uh, your, your record? Yeah, that's where I'm recording now. So I actually, I've been out of the house guest bedroom slash home office for one year. And basically the landlord, my wife, just kicked my butt out, said, you got to get back out. You know, like I... I need to be around other people. I need to be around the energy. I love downtown Raleigh. I love the excitement. I've been working out of the house for the past year. It's been fine. It's been great. I'm super grateful to have that opportunity. See my kids for lunch, take the dog out for a walk, do all those things. However, I'm most excited. I'm most passionate. I feel most like myself when I'm, when I'm in the mix. And right. so a couple of weeks ago, she's like, you know what? I think it's time. I think you need to go get some office space. And we've got a great real estate office space up in North Raleigh. But I don't need to be there. I don't, I don't need to be yeah. networking with other real estate agents. I want to be out and about where all my friends are and where just the life is. And so looked at a couple of different co-working spaces, looked at WeWork, looked at Industrious, fell in yeah. love with the nest. And so I'm here, I'm recording here now. And I'm also just posting up here working throughout the day. So it's a great spot. I love it. Nice. Is that, do, you, do you feel the, that synergy coming back now that you know, the governor's lifting some of the restrictions and things like that? A little bit. You know, I haven't been down here long enough to see a big, big change yet, but mm -hmm. it's, it's coming back. Like there's more people out walking around. I had lunch at Raw today. So they had a great buzz going on inside and outside. Um, so you're starting to see that life come back. Talk to a couple other business owners today. The scene, one guy's opening a brand new business. He's been waiting for the right time. And because things are starting to come back down, he's getting ready to open in the next couple of weeks. So we're starting to see that again. 
I think it's probably going to be a little bit because so much of that buzz during the day, at least, at least here on Fayetteville Street, are those those offices and those buildings, which still many of them aren't back yet. And so I think we'll start to see it coming. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I welcome it. I'm looking forward to it. I love that excitement. It just gets me. It gets me going. Yeah. So you so you stay here at college. You've got some family. You start to build your business here. You've got your family here. Um, how do you go about? building relationships and getting plugged in and what's your, what's your community like? Where are some of the places you like to go and spend time? I mean, I can, I can probably name a couple of them, but I'll let you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but so, um, so I think my, my great equalizer in terms of like, I meet a good portion of people either through, you know, like basketball. So, uh, lifetime fitness. Um, so I, I ironically lifetime has a, a, a very interesting, um, reputation of being a very expensive gym, but I've been a member since, uh, 20, I've been a member since 2008 with the carry establishment. But at the time I was under, they had this special offer under 26. So I, my rate was amazing. So I didn't start getting really taxed in terms of membership until I turned 26. And so, but, but that, but by that point, my earning, you know, was, was, was okay. So I was able to always, you know, sustain the membership. So, but I've met some very interesting people there. Um, um, Wait, which I've one, met, which one uh, are you playing at now? Which lifetime do you play at? So in the mornings, I'll go to the one in North Raleigh. Um, on the weekends, though, Carrie, the one in Carrie is the one that's back, back going. So. Okay. My, so they're, they're, we're they're members of the one. We're members of the one in North Raleigh. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was there this morning. Okay. I need to get yeah. in there. Um, I am I used to play. haven't played enough nearly. <laughs> I'll probably injure myself. But, uh, man, I, I love pickup basketball. And so every time we go to pick up the kids on parents' night out, there's a, there's a game going on. And I, I'll need to stop in there sometime with you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday is five in the morning. If you if like by five thirty, really. So really, yeah. All right. Nice little weekend. Like we, we played, we played a lot of games. Got got done about seven. Still had time to come home, take a shower, get ready for work. Yeah, so. that 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 I was a member at the YMCA for a long time, and there was early runs going on there mm -hmm. too. Okay. Yeah, same thing. But yeah, so like Raleigh Raw, of course. Though, again, to make mention of that. Um, yeah, I feel like I have just like a. A pot, like so many different like hodgepodges of different collections and groups of folks, but the, it, it's even like you know obviously my creative photography folks as well. Um, but they're the central hub of them are either at Raleigh Raw or at like from the gym from Lifetime. Yeah, is that? Do you feel like that's been you like your whole life? Have you been always able to kind of navigate between different groups of people? Yeah, for sure. I, one of the things I, I like to hang my hat on is like I feel like I can. It, participate in any conversation um i i feel like i can at least have i have working knowledge within any type of like setting that i can i can be fine and you know you can leave me amongst a crowd of people and i wouldn't embarrass you i i used to i used to joke when i was when i was a single man i would say i'm the best i'm the best arm candy to take to any type of dinner party because i i, I I'm, I'm sure i can talk about something there so and that's, that's a good feeling. And that's some confidence right there. I, I think many people probably struggle with that. So good for you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, you've been around for a while, you're connected to the area, you know, lots of different people. What, if somebody was moving here, you had a friend moving here from out of town, or maybe not a friend, because that might be easier, but somebody was moving here from out of town and they reached out to you and they're like, John, I'm coming to Raleigh. I don't know anybody. What's the first thing I got to do? Where do I go? What do I, who do, who do I talk to? First thing I'm asking them is what type of food they like to what, what What's Ooh, the food? That's the equalizer right there. Food is the, so it's kind of the Anthony Bourdain thing, you know, in a sense of, so now I understand the genius of that show now is because, you know, Anthony was going to these various places. He would sit down, he would learn about the place, 
but he was learning through through conversation over meals. Yeah. So for me, it's the it's the conversation of where like what type of food do you eat, and then from there I would dictate you know what what where to start, and then so if this is a pre-COVID year, I definitely would say hey make sure you go to a food truck rodeo, and have at it. You're mm-hmm. you're gonna find you're gonna find you're gonna find some people for sure at a food truck rodeo. Um, you know, now being that it's a little bit different, you know, Morgan Street Food Hall is a little bit, you know, look, Morgan Street's okay. Um, it's, it's uh, it could be interesting in there uh, in terms of like just populace now that it's, you know, we've, again, some of the restrictions have been lifted. So, um, but I would definitely have that person and, you know, talk to them and say, hey, what do you, what, what do you, what do you like to eat? And then from there, from there we build. And then like, what do you like to do? Um, do you like nature? Do you like, you know, if you're into certain things, you know, there's certain things you can do. Um, uh, one of the things that the pandemic has actually forced me into is cycling. Oh. And I love riding. So now I'm like, you know, got a Strava, you know, got the Strava account and you yeah. know, I'm, I'm riding doing 20, 25 mile rides now. So I think I'm, you know, I'm thinking I'm, you know, should be on somebody's uh, cycling team now. Yeah. But yeah, I, again, it's just, I would ask them what's their interest. Cause there's always some, but there's somebody and, and that I can point them to and say, Hey, this person does this. And then I think it's the, it's a matter of like just getting people plugged in that way. Yeah, that's a, that's a great start. I when I moved here in 2007, I started a meetup group in 2008. It was for anybody, but a lot of new people to town came in. And what I found on Meetup was I don't even know if Meetup's still around. I don't I don't use it anymore. But Meetup, you could start a group for anything, anything in the world. There's somebody that's got a group for it, or you could start it. And it's such a great way to bring people together just based on interest alone. But I think food yeah. is a great one. Food's a great one. Food and beer. I mean, I'm not a beer drinker, but, you know, there's so many craft beers and people who just like craft beer. Like, I think that's a, again, it's the new, it's the, it's, it's just so many different nuances of pockets of people who have these various interests here. Yeah. Um, like, like ourselves. I mean, obviously I, you know, me being someone from Detroit, you know, that's that, or, or Michigan, you know, not even just the, you know, you know hyper-localized in say Detroit, but, you know, we just go Michigan, broad, make it broad and stuff, you know, there's, you know, you can find, you can find your tribe and then just, you know, and, and kind of make it happen that way. Yeah. So are you a Pistons fan? Oh, I'm through and through. Pist- yeah. Pistons, Lions, Red Wings, um, Tigers, Michigan, Michigan, U of M. That's yeah. the difference. But yeah. you have to distinguish between in Michigan State and in, in, in Michigan. So I'm, I'm the Michigan, I'm Michigan guy. Yeah, it can't be both. It's one or the other. <laughs> uh-uh. All right. So you are going out for a date night, you and your lovely wife. You've got some mm-hmm. child care. You're going out for a night. Where's the first place you're going? So we got married at a, um, a friend of ours restaurant, uh, Ray's. Ray's? Um, Where's Ray's? Ray's? Ray's is on Buck Jones Road. Okay. A French Quarter Cuisine Restaurant. All right. Really, really good. So it's, uh, it gives you the, it's, uh, it's on the, their steak, even though I don't, we don't eat meat anymore, but their steak is on the same level as like Angus Barn, Ruth Chris, Sullivan's. All right. So it, White tablecloth, fine dining for sure. Yeah. That's the first place. The second place would be Saint Jacques. Okay. Saint Jacques is a French cuisine restaurant. So you're still staying Very. in French kind of realm here. Okay. Well, the French, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah, that that French cuisine is yeah. I think that's the, that's it. That's it. Okay. What about you and your son are going out and doing something fun? Where do you guys like to go? So I'm probably probably going to take him to Raleigh Raw. Um, you know, yeah, he, I've that's seen you he, yeah, he definitely, you know, owns the place when he walks in, you know, <laughs> you know, knows what he wants. 
start there, fuel them up at Rally Roll, let them get his tropical smoothie, and then probably end up heading to the camera store. And then from the camera store, we'll probably end up going to the, the uh, museum, the museum grounds, and just let him burn all that energy out, like letting him run through the actual museum grounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the art museum up off of uh, what street's that on? Oh, Blue Ridge Road. Blue yeah. Ridge. Yeah. You can go out. That's, a, that's one of the coolest things in town, I think, going out and touring the art and the sculptures outside on the walking path and just getting outside on a beautiful day, North Carolina day and experiencing all that. Yeah. That is, that's a cool thing we have here. For yeah. sure. For sure. I, I think North Carolina has one of the, the more, it's the, it's an interesting perspective of the South, in my opinion, because if I want some beach, I can drive and go to the beach. If I want some mountains, I can go drive and get some mountains and I'm going to get four seasons. So yeah. All, all in one day, actually, maybe. <laughs> you could, yeah. If, you if really, you're here, if you're here in April, you might get all four seasons in one might day. Get all that. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I think that that's 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 why so many people. One of the reasons why so many people are moving here right now. I mean, record numbers of people are moving to our area, and it's we've got the beach a couple hours away. We got the mountains a couple hours away. We've got amazing food scene here. We've got the craft beer scene. We've got all of this community stuff happening here, and the four seasons. You've got that. Like, it's an incredible place. Like, I sort of ended up here not necessarily by chance, but kind of was, it was almost like a coin flip. I had the opportunity I was moving. <laughs> so the company I was working with at the time, we were expanding and opening new locations in Columbus, Ohio and Raleigh, North Carolina. And they're like, where do you want to go? And I said, I'm not going to Ohio, nothing against Ohio, but I was not going back to the snow coming from upstate New York. And right. so Raleigh, it was, and it was kind of a coin flip, got here and man, am I so glad I got here. Yeah. Yeah. You chose right. You chose right. And I think that's, that's the same thing too. So you and I, being that we're from places that know real snow, yeah. that's the chuckle that we have. We're like, we know cold. We know cold. We, we know, know cold. For sure. we, we know cold. We know snow. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, we, we hit on some date nights, we hit on stuff going out with family, you know, when you're out and about downtown other than raw, which is funny because maybe it's just the community I'm part of, but almost all of my guests mentioned they're going to Raleigh raw. So Raleigh raw is getting tons of love on the connect Raleigh podcast. And so if you're listening, you haven't been there yet, go down there. Now I just had the sushi Rito for lunch today, which was banging in a cold, cold brew, cold nitro brew. I don't even know what that thing's called, but that was really awesome. But so what, you know, if you're going out for lunch or some other place, or you've got a business meeting downtown and you're not going to raw where, where might you go? Uh, Raleigh Times. Uh, yeah. I like Raleigh Times. Is, so I'm, it's probably going to be somewhere Harvard Street. Yeah, for sure. it's a great corridor right there. You got lots of options. You got a lot of options. Um, so if, you, if you're going to do this, so I have to always preface. So certain certain places get left off because I no longer eat meat and that, uh -huh. that stopped in 2015. However, I did the scene. Um, I can tell you how amazing Beasley's is, amazing uh, uh, City is, Gravy. Uh, it, there's a there's an amalgamation of like the restaurants in that cluster that are really really good. Yeah. Uh, Central Central is actually really good. That uh, it's the Mexican spot on, on Wilmington, right? Yeah. yeah, corner really good. Yep. So you got some options. Uh, if but if you're saying hey, if I'm if we're catching up, if we're if non meal catching up, just want to sit and have a conversation, I probably would take them to somewhere like you know outdoor patio seating. Um, maybe the, uh, you know, maybe somewhere either Raleigh times, morning time, because then now they've expanded their seating situation. Um, but if it's a lunch, grabbing a lunch meeting, I may take them to the, uh, the, the, uh, restaurant. I can't think of the name. The name is eluding me, but it's a, it's a ramen. It's a ramen restaurant on, 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 uh, Wilmington street across the street from, 
uh, Raleigh Times's pie uh, pizza place, but it's directly right across the street. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. I'll have to go take a look. I'll walk over there. Starts, starts with a T. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's really good. We'll find it. We'll add it in the show notes, and then we'll both go grab lunch there someday. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. So, man, we've talked about a lot of good stuff. So, you know, again, podcast, hopefully for people that want to use this as a resource to get used to, or get accustomed to Raleigh and maybe, you know, move here. We've got a lot of people coming here. And so I just wanted to put something out there that gave, that gave people maybe a little bit more insight to people, places, getting to know other people, relationships, so on and so forth. Um, if you are, all right, man. So we've, we've talked a lot about when people move into the area, getting them plugged into maybe what their interest is or food, you know, I love being a connector. I love helping people get connected to the area. I, I, I think I see that in you too. Has that, has that always been something you've been interested in? You always like, you always been the person that brings people together. I think so. Uh, I did a, uh, you know how you have the Myers Briggs. Yeah. But then the, so like at, at, I used to work at Wake Tech. Uh, Wake Tech had this, uh, I had a friend of mine gave me this book about strength finders. And so my strength finder, one of the things that it was, it identified me as, is a connector. Mm. So yeah, I definitely am one of those people who kind of like put people or put places and people together along those lines. Well, I, I love that. And I feel that, I feel that way too. And I, I just, I get so much joy. I get so much, you know, whatever, just a boost of energy from bringing other people together and seeing them build relationships out of it, which is which has been really cool to be kind of part of on the receiving end too, because, you know, we met through an event that our, our buddy Christian had a couple of years ago. And from that event, I've met, you know, seven or eight really great people. I mean, there were 20 in the room, 20 really great people, but seven or eight relationships have come out of it for me. And so I'm so super grateful to be part of that. You know, as people are moving to this area, hopefully they're going to connect with you on social. I want them to know more about you and your business. And hopefully they reach out to you to, you know, maybe take that next step and get to know somebody else. Maybe somebody's listening right now that's going to move here from Detroit or Michigan one day. And um, even if they're a state fan, Michigan State, can they reach out to you still? At the end of the day, it's all good. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. They had to go to school somewhere. And they got, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not their fault. Um, right on brother. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for talking, talking to me a little bit today on the, on the podcast and sharing your insights about Raleigh and, and your business and your family and just grateful for the, the relationship we have. And I just really appreciate you being here. Chuck, Chuck, the pleasure's all mine. All right, buddy. All right, friends, what's up? This podcast is about connection. It's about connecting you to the people and the places of Raleigh, North Carolina. So let's do it. Make sure you go out and connect with our guests today. They've listed all of their links in the show notes so that you can make sure you can make a connection with somebody here in Raleigh. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And why don't you go on ahead and share this episode with somebody that's looking to get connected to Raleigh on a deeper level, whether they live here already or they're looking to move here and connect with me personally. You can find me on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. I'm at Chuck Belden. And you can even grow your network at Connect Raleigh on LinkedIn. I started a networking group with over 6,000 people. Come on, join us. Let's connect. We're so glad you're here. I appreciate you listening. And thank you once again for your support. We'll see you on the next episode.